Hello everyone, welcome to our midweek podcast from Villa Presbyterian Church. Uh, it's lovely uh, to be with you and thank you so much uh, for listening uh, to this podcast. Over these next weeks, uh, we look to continue looking at the letter of 1 John to recognise uh, God's promises to us that are sure and can never be taken away from us in the Lord Jesus. My name is Robert Hamilton, the minister uh, of Novilla Presbyterian, um, and it is uh, a pleasure uh, to uh, do these podcasts and to uh, be a part of that fellowship. Um, let me just encourage you also that in our church family at the minute, um, our services are happening at 11am and 7pm each Sunday. We meet uh, in the Graham Room on Tuesday evenings at a quarter to eight. And also starting this term, uh, our small groups are starting back up just now uh, as we look at this letter of First John. Please do get in touch if you want any more information on any of those. As we begin, let me read these words uh, from Psalm 108. A Psalm of David. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make music with all my soul. Awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. We come to worship God through these ties, recognising that in all certainty that we may face in this world, we know the one who reigns above, the one who we can depend on. Let me come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather in your name. Lord, to know of your purposes for each one of our lives, to recognise, Lord, that through all that we may face in life, you are the one who is sure and steadfast in all that we may do. And Lord, we thank you for your word that draws us closer to you, that shows us what is important in life, that shows us what it means, Lord, to have a relationship with you. So, Lord, we ask that we may know of your directing and guidance in all that we may do. Lord, be with us, we pray. We want to bring our lives before you and the many things, Lord, that we deal with each day. Help us, Lord, to recognise what it means to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. And Lord, we pray that through all that we may face, that we may see you as the one who is bigger than any problems that we may have. You are the one who is greater, Lord, than all struggles, Lord, that we face. And as we come before you, we may know you as our refuge in all of life. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, before we come to our reading and message, we're going to listen to our first item of praise entitled Salvation Belongs to Our God. 
1st John chapter 2 and we're going to start reading at verse 3. This is the word of God. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word Love for God is truly made complete in them. And this is how we know that we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard. I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and you and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, 
because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God lives in you and you have overcome the evil one. As we take in these words, um, let us come to God in prayer. Lord, we recognise that as we look to you, that we may have true and lasting fellowship in your name. And so, Lord, as we look to our lives, help us to continue to seek you, to know the things that you have called us to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As many of you know, I spent a year uh, in uh, the town of Drogheda in Ireland uh, as a youth worker. Uh, it was really my first year in starting uh, in ministry and I really enjoyed the time I spent there uh, with the people I met, uh, with the opportunities uh, that I was given uh, to serve Christ. And I remember uh, a lovely man who I met in the church there um, uh, that uh, was speaking to me uh, one Sunday morning. I should say that on Sunday nights I took a, a youth uh, Bible study and after that, uh, it usually finished about 10 o'clock, I drove home to, uh, up here to Yetnards, uh, to our home farm to stay overnight at home with mum and dad and came back the next day. And this man uh, came to me in church and said, how long does it take you to drive home? And I said to him, it usually roughly about an hour, an hour and a half. And he looked with, at me with a stern face and said, so you're speeding then? He knew exactly how long it should take me uh, to drive from one place to another. And he wanted to make sure that I wasn't uh, overtaking the speed limits and uh, staying uh, uh, within the law. Uh, a humorous story, but it's also something that somebody very, uh, a story of somebody who should care for me and wanted to express his concern. And I suppose as we read through this passage, we recognise Christians as people who do what Christ commands. Uh, grace does not abolish God's law. Uh, grace it helps us to recognise the beauty of God's ways. It eternalises God's law by writing it in our hearts. And whatever a person may claim, a person who disobeys God does not actually truly know God as God. For if they did, they would, not, they would bow unquestionably to God's authority, wisdom and power. And we see here a picture uh, of John writing uh, to this church, recognising that if they claim to live in God, they must live as Jesus does. They must hunger uh, for the way that Jesus lived their lives. The complete love of which verse 5 speaks is simply meant to underline for us the fact that obedience is a way to growth and maturity. John is speaking, as he often does in this letter, of an ideal state of things. No Christian's love to God is perfect, but the more perfect his knowledge, the more perfect their, their obedience. 
uh, and love are. We see as we read the Gospels how Jesus walked. Walking in the light is not only characterised by an absence of sin, but equally importantly by the presence of love. Jesus said those who remain or abide in him uh, will continue to honour. Those who remain and abide in Christ cannot fail to display the fruit of the Spirit. Now the emphasis comes to rest uh, as we read through the rest of this passage on another mark of real fellowship with God. A great theme of this letter is genuine love. Genuine love for God, but also a genuine love for fellow Christians. That is what genuine Christianity, according to John, is all about. For with the coming of Jesus, the new age has dawned. With its new covenant in which God puts his law, uh, His laws into our minds and writes them in our hearts. The Christ who perfectly fulfilled the law has made available to us his divine resources of power to live in that way also. Verses 9 to 11 show us the light shines in Christian love. For light and love go together. If we love people, we take care to avoid sinning against them or causing them to stumble. We want to encourage them to build them up. But lack of love distorts our perspective and blinds our vision. We get, begin to feel at home in darkness. We become used to groping our way through life, constantly stumbling and being ensnared by all kinds of problems. People, such people are often unaware of how dark it is and how short-sighted they have become. I once read a story uh, uh, about uh, ponies that worked down in pits. Um, they spent uh, so much of their time in the darkness and something that happened commonly to them was that they would lose their eyesight because they never seen the light. It's an illustration for us that the light that is ignored soon ceases to strike us. The conscience that is habitually silenced soon ceases to speak. If we lack love, we are in darkness. Nothing matters more for the future health and strength of Christ's body uh, than to know of his love. The ultimate weapon against false teaching error was this letter. And like others in the New Testament, Scripture inspire Holy Spirit in itself, God's uh, indefiable revelation. That's how we continue to know uh, of God's love to us. And John's at pain here to talk to each uh, body of the church to recognise that they have a part to play to write to each one of them, knowing uh, that as uh, they recognise the grace that God has given them, that they may know the one who they can, that can help them to overcome the evil one. As we call ourselves Christians, as we recognise what God has done for us, you truly know what that means. 
as you continue to walk in the way of Christ, to know fellowship with him in all that you do. These words look to encourage and guide us um, through these days as we see this passage in 1 John chapter 2. As we think of this truth, let us listen uh, to our next item of praise entitled Be Thy My Vision.
Well, as we come to the end of our podcast, uh, we also want to now just take some time uh, to pray for others. As we come to God in prayer, we want to recognise the busyness uh, of this world and our lives at times. We want to recognise the great needs uh, that we bring before our Creator. Let us come to our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come confidently before you in the name of Jesus. Lord, to know that every need is met in him. We thank you for this. And Lord, we pray for your directing and guiding in all that we may do. That Lord, through all that we may face, you are the one, Lord, who can bring comfort and peace. And so, Lord, through these days, we bring before you those who are hurting, those who feel frustrated, those, Lord, who feel lost, and ask, Lord, that your power may be so clear to them, that in you, Lord, they may seek and uh, find a real sense of uh, purpose, that, Lord, they may see the beauty of Jesus and his ways and the joy it is to follow him in all that they may do. Lord, we lift up before you those who are going through health trials. We pray for those, Lord, who are bereaved and grieving the loss of loved ones at this time. And Lord, we ask also that they may know of your gracious and loving hand upon them in all that they may do. That they may know, Lord, of what it means to seek and to follow you through these days. Lord, we want to bring our leaders before you at this time, recognising the many needs uh, that they have in a world, Lord, where there seems to be so many problems and issues. Lord, we ask that you may give them wisdom and strength to face each day, that they may know what it means to seek and to follow you. Lord, we pray for those who have been, uh, whose lives have been put, uh, turned upside down over this last while. We want to pray for the country of Morocco. Uh, we want to pray for those whose livelihoods have been destroyed, who grieve the loss of loved ones. And Lord, we ask that they may know your gracious and loving hand upon them. Lord, we pray for many other parts of the world, Lord, in conflict and facing trial, that they may know, Lord, of what it means to trust in you, to follow you in these days. And Lord, as we think of the passage that we have just read, we also pray for that opportunity to love one another in a way that you have first loved us. Help us recognise what it means to seek you through all that we face, to know of your promises that are with us. Lord, we pray for that awareness, Lord, of you looking to guide and direct us in all that we may do. And we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Thank you uh, so much for listening. May you know God's blessing throughout this week. And let us finish together with the words of the benediction. 
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.